Welcome to ERM Perspectives, the show dedicated to credit union enterprise risk management. If you're interested in hearing perspectives on enterprise risk management directly from the people who do ERM at credit unions, you've got the best seat in the house. I work with credit unions every day so they can have their ideal enterprise risk management program. I'm your host, David Seibert. Let's dive in. Hi, everyone. I'm David Seibert. Welcome to this episode of ERM Perspectives. Today, I'm very excited to have Andrea Brooks on with me. Andrea is the Vice President of Compliance and Audit at Uncle Credit Union in Livermore, California. Welcome, Andrea. Hi, David. Thank you for having me on today. I appreciate that. I appreciate you taking the time. So let's get to know you. Of course, I know you. We've talked before, but let's let the listeners learn about you. So why don't you tell us about yourself uh, and your background, please? Sure. Well, as David said, my name is Andrea, and I work for Uncle Credit Union in beautiful Livermore, California. I have been in the credit union industry for 17 years, and I've been with Uncle going on 10 years. It'll be 10 years this August. And I have been primarily a compliance professional for those 17 years. Prior to that, I was in credit and collections for 15 years in the corporate world. And I decided to, you know, come on over to the light. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. And I really enjoy working for not-for-profit organizations and love the credit union industry and what we're trying to do. So let's see, I've done compliance, lending, collections, vendor management, enterprise risk management, business continuity, you name it. I've tipped my toe into the water, so to speak. That's great. It's nice to have that breadth of experience and also a good history at your current credit union, Uncle Credit Unions. That's nice. Yeah. Well, let's dive into your ERM program. Let's talk about how long it's been in place, how you're organized and staffed, anything interesting or unique about the program? Mm, okay. Well, I brought enterprise risk management to Uncle Credit Union when I started here. Our CEO was very in- interested in getting an ERM program started. And we started it really with a question and a spreadsheet and just started having the conversation with our board. Staffing has always been just me. We're kind of a smaller credit union. We're getting larger, but staffing has pretty much been me and my interns in the summer and things like that. So I don't have any permanent headcount specific to enterprise risk management. So since you mentioned the size of your credit union, what is the size of your credit union right now? We're right around 643 million in assets. And I do have a department. I just don't have any dedicated staff for ERM. So we have several folks that work for me on the compliance and collection side. Yeah, that makes sense, of course. Yeah, thanks for that. And it's nice to have an intern every once in a while. (laughs) We have a great summer intern program. And I always get the brightest interns and we get them for about eight, six to eight weeks of the summer. And I always think I have enough time or have enough projects for them to do. And they whip through the projects in like two weeks wow. <laughs> or something more for them to do. Well, but we keep good, them pretty busy. <laughs> that's a good outcome. So you're able to use them specifically for enterprise risk management, or do you use them across your whole enterprise? We use them across each division has the opportunity to have an intern. And because our, my division happens to touch pretty much every other function in the organization, being in the compliance role and in the internal audit role, we do tend to get interns who want to learn more of the compliance side or the internal audit side, but they also get 
to learn about enterprise risk management. And I do utilize my interns in that process every year. Yeah. I teach them how to use the software that I use and how to conduct a risk assessment. So they leave here knowing a lot more that, about credit unions than when they came. Yeah. Well, I like how you worded it. They get to work with enterprise risk management. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and as you mentioned, when you were talking about your role and working for a credit union, it's great to be a part of the credit union movement. It's a fantastic not-for-profit movement. And it's great that the interns get to experience that as well. So thanks for sharing that. So what's something that your ERM program is particularly strong at? Is there something you can walk us through or talk to us about? I think that our policy, our, the way that we captured the, the risk appetite of the board, just having that, you know, that conversation to get, the, get it started. I think our policy, our procedures, the way we phased the program in, we didn't spend a lot of money. We didn't purchase a very expensive software in the beginning. It wasn't so overwhelming. Like I know in a larger shop, it can be a little bit more difficult to create an enterprise risk management program because there's just, it's a little bit harder to turn the ship, so to speak. So for us, I think our strength is that we started when we were small. We had the, you know, those dialogues that we needed to have with the board and subject matter experts around the table to get the foundation in place. And the, I think our strengths are definitely our, the, uh, the policy that we created in capturing the risk appetite of the board was very important. So did you establish a risk appetite early on when you were just building the program? Yes, that was part of, I, I did it in phases. So the first phase was just basically explaining to the board and to the, the executive team, the rest of team one that I work with, that we already are mis risk managers. We've in credit unions and financial institutions, we've always measured credit risk. We've always measured interest rate risk and liquidity risk. So your enterprise risk management program simply just adds on to what you've already been doing. It's not a new concept. And basically just having that conversation. So a little bit like the live frog in the pot, and then you just turn up the heat a little bit at a time. <laughs> and before you know it, you're in boiling water. But it, it was such a smooth transition that there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't really a lot of headwinds because it was, you just kind of have to meet folks where they're at and make it easy for them to digest. I think that one of the, one of the challenges you could have with creating an enterprise risk management program is the headwinds because people just don't understand what you're trying to do. They see it as more work. They, so you really have to help them see the value in what you're bringing to the table. Yeah. Let's get into that here in a minute, but let me ask you about your board. What was their reaction early on when you started working with them? Were they really receptive or were they drivers of the program or were they a little standoffish or how would you describe that and how did that work? Well, we have a very engaged board, very intelligent board where, you know, our original SEG group was Lawrence Livermore National Laboratory. So we have very educated folks on our board and they had a lot of questions and wanted to make sure that they understood the the, the process that we were going through and the algorithms, you know, eventually when we got to the point of having a software, a more sophisticated software that we use to calculate enter, um, economic capital and that type of thing, they had a lot of questions around that. 
initially, I think it was pretty easy for people to wrap their minds around because the question was, what keeps you up at night? And that's as simple as it is. You just have to ask the board to give you one to three things that are making them lose sleep at night. And that's pretty much where I started our enterprise risk management program by asking the question and then going back to the rest of the executive team and talking through how we were going to address those risks. Now, you mentioned your original SEG, and I was going to ask, oh, maybe they were very analytical. And then you threw out the word algorithm. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> probably a analytical educated board. So that must be, that'd be fun to work with. So pretty, pretty sharp group of people. Yes. They are very engaged. That's good. Where we were leaving off earlier. I know that building an ERM program can be difficult. So what do you think is one of the hardest things that you've had to deal with and how did you overcome that? I think, you know, I tried to start an ERM program at the shop I was at prior to this one. And the hardest thing is to get management buy-in, board buy-in, you know, getting people to see the value in it is probably the biggest challenge. And that's why you have to make it very easy. And you can't, especially in a smaller shop, you don't want to go in and spend a lot of money and, you know, make it this big arduous task. You kind of just make, you just got to make it easy for people to want to participate. Okay. How did you go about doing that at uncle? I mean, can you give us some specific examples or <laughs> well I don't things. I don't know if I was that successful oh. <laughs> in the beginning I did I would basically set up once I got the board on board and we had the policy kind of crafted and documented and I laid out you know a really nice timeline in a PowerPoint so the communication was there and the communication was often then the hard work began okay now we're getting more into one-on-one -on -one meetings. And that's kind of how I started was going to my colleagues in the different functions of the organization. And a lot of times in a smallish or a smaller credit union, you have a lot of functions under one division and that division name might not match intuitively the functions that fall under that. So one of the very first things I did was to try to figure out where all of the functions lived. And then make a little map so that everyone could follow that because enterprise risk management doesn't really care about your title. It really cares about the functions yeah. that a financial institution performs. Mm -hmm. And that's where I started. And I started with very easy conversations and then that grew into more, okay, now we're going to have a full-blown hour meeting with you and your team. And we're going to walk through the risks that I've identified for your functions that you're responsible for. And we're going to get the buy-in and the feedback from your staff members who are actually at that level and responsible for that transactional level sometimes. And then it just grew from there. One of the things that we haven't mentioned yet is the official formal Enterprise Risk Management Program has been on a little bit of a hiatus during the pandemic, and we're getting ready to ramp that up and relaunch it to the rest of the organization in 2023. But when we were going full speed ahead, we were having at minimum quarterly meetings. We kept minutes. We reported those minutes to the board. So it became a very official, you know, kind of corporate history, if you will, of how we were addressing and identifying the risks, how we were mitigating them, and the progress we were making on our risk action plan. Oh, that's great. So a couple of things I heard there that I really like. So 
to begin with, you, you started out at a reasonable pace, right? So you didn't just move too fast. And, and then you also kind of mapped out where all the functions are in the credit union, which is nice. I'm sure others appreciated that too, to kind of see what that was like. But then you had these meetings and you're taking minutes and reporting that to the board. So are these committee meetings or these are the meetings with your functional areas and talking actually about their risks and their mitigation plans? We would have committee. We had a standing committee meeting that met at least quarterly and those committee minutes became part of the board package at the time. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that. Was there anything else about your ERM program or anything going on at the credit union that we didn't cover that you'd like to share? Well, let's see. I could probably talk about enterprise risk management all day, which is why I loved the opportunity to speak with you because it's pretty few and far between. So I, I think what I'd like to share with the audience is that if you are new or perhaps you don't even didn't even know you were going to be tasked with enterprise risk management in your current role and someone asked you to take it on, I just would, I guess, encourage you to, to go in, you know, go in with an open mind and don't be afraid to trailblaze a little bit and, and just be prepared that, you know, if you're a compliance person already, or you're already a risk professional, you already know that it's not always well-received. It's not always very understood. And so what I encourage everyone is, is to do it anyway, <laughs> <laughs> do it anyway, and you'll reap the rewards. You'll, it just helps. I think it helps the organization, especially mid-sized to smaller credit unions. You don't have a lot of capital to expend if something goes wrong. So I think it helps you get ahead of those things. And like you said, just even documenting which functions are living in which areas of the organization can be very beneficial for future planning, for staffing, you know, especially if you're a growing credit union, it just, there's so much good that comes out of it. And sometimes it's hard to articulate that and really show that value. And if you can get to a level of a robust enterprise risk management program to where you're actually using that data to help you make strategic decisions like where to open your next branch or where to put your next ATM or you know which software that you need to purchase for your digital channel those types of things that can help it's not going to give you all the answers but it's going to help facilitate those conversations that are a little bit more strategic and perhaps a little bit less, I just really like this vendor or I just really like that location. You know, it kind of takes some of that out of it and quantifies what we're really doing here. We are running businesses. So yeah, Yeah, that's Yeah. You're right, Andrea. Thanks for pointing all that stuff out. Enterprise risk management can definitely bring some discipline to the decision-making beyond just, like you said, Mm -hmm. just the strategy side of it, just the benefit side, you know, there's definitely value in looking at what could go wrong and what the alternatives are and having another viewpoint. So ERM brings that to the table. The other thing you mentioned is that keep plugging away. And there's a lot of value that comes from what we do in enterprise risk management, but it's hard to just quantify that. There's just a lot of kind of side Mm -hmm. benefits that pop up all the time. Again, like the map of all the functions at the credit union, right? That's just one example of some of the things that come out of our efforts that you just don't expect. So thanks for bringing those things up. 
I did want to ask you, it sounds like you did ask your board members, you know, what keeps them up at night. Is that right? Yes. Did you find that their answers correlated with, you know, real risks that you had, or did it correlate more with just areas that they just were not well informed about? Actually surprising. It was, I mean, it's been a few years now, but I remember being surprised that they were, it was pretty much in line with with what I would have been concerned about, which was a great feeling because then it's like, okay, I understand now the board kind of gets it. They might not always know how to articulate the question or articulate the concern, but, you know, they were worried about things like cybersecurity and they were worried about things that they had most recently experienced. So, you know, they wanted some peace of mind that those things weren't going to happen again. So I think it was very helpful. And the other piece that it was really helpful and having that conversation with the board is even if you do get a response back that maybe you weren't expecting, or maybe it's not exactly where they need to be thinking or concerned about, then it opens up that door to have that conversation and ask more questions and ask better questions. Well, why does, why is that concerning to you? So don't just take it at face value. I mean, it really just that question, you know, what keeps you up at night? opens the door for a really robust dialogue. And then you can make sure that you, your board and your executive team are aligned. The other thing that I want to mention too, is enterprise risk management also helps you understand the cost of saying no. And I was able to show the board through, once we got the the process up and running and we had some software that helped me, you know, quantify and provide them with economic capital information, which is not the be all end all. It's just another way to quantify the risks. We were able to show the board that taking a branch and an ATM that had been in a location for a very long time that didn't make sense anymore for the current membership and the current needs of the membership. And it was in a building that was, you know, it wasn't well-traveled. So there was risk you know, with people sneaking up behind you at ATM and things like that. And we were able to show them the upside of moving that. And even though there was a cost involved, the opportunity cost, it would have been more costly to say no to that decision than saying yes. Good. It's nice to have examples like that where there's been a good outcome. I assume that's true. Everybody was happy with the change. Yeah. Oh, yes. Very much so. We have a a beautiful, well-lit branch in a well-traveled area. Good, good. Well, thanks for sharing those those anecdotes and those experiences you've had. Is there any other last piece of advice that you have? Did we cover everything? I think we've covered everything. I just want to encourage people to, like I said, don't give up. You will feel sometimes like you're pushing a boulder up a hill all by yourself, but you're not. And if you can just focus on showing the value that the program is bringing where you're saving money, where you're helping the executive team make better decisions, because there's no really such, there's not really any such thing as a good decision or a bad decision. There's really only good outcomes and bad outcomes. And what risk management or enterprise risk management can help you do is make the decision that will have the most probable good outcome, because there's never you know, zero risk in anything that we do, 
but it will help you at least uncover the unknown unknowns and plan for them. And, uh, and then you just cross your fingers and hope everything works. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yeah, certainly we can bring more information to the table and, and hope that we can influence the decision with better information. So that's great. Thanks for sharing that. (laughs) Anytime. Well, I tell you what, I'm sure some of the listeners might have questions for you. If you don't mind, how can they get a hold of you if they would like to contact you? No, they can send me an email here at the credit union. It's abrooks at unclecu.org. And I'm happy to share my experience, strength and hope (laughs) and, and procedures, how I you know, how I drafted my policy and how, and the important things that need to be in that policy. I'm happy to share. Wow. That's great, Andrea. Thank you so much. I'm sure some listeners appreciate that and they'll maybe reach out to you. So thanks again. This has been fun and informative and maybe we should have you back in 2023 when you're back to a full speed with ERM. I would love that. Thank you so much. Great. Well, to the listeners, thanks for listening to this episode of ERM Perspectives. And we'll see you again next time. Bye for now. That's all for today's ERM Perspectives. If you enjoyed the show and heard something useful, please do your friends and colleagues a favor and share this podcast with them. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Please contact me if you'd like to be a guest on this show or if I can help you or someone you know. I'm David Seibert, and you can find me on LinkedIn or at my website, davidseibertconsulting.com.